What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 228 of the Geeks Only Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What up? And Serena Bond. Hey. Serena, before we get into everything, what are what do you do at Geeks Under Grace? I write, yourself a little bit. Yeah, I write for the music department. I try to keep that moving and going, and I'm on the board, too. So that's fun. Cool. Yeah. This week, we're geeking out about the Xbox Showcase, a Metroid movie, and the return of a long-dead TV channel. Uh, but first, a little bit of housekeeping. There's, there's a little bit before we get into the podcast. I understand those people who want to scrub through a bit. I get it. Uh, first of all, congrats to Shelly. Shelly will be back in a congrats. few weeks. She is now Shelly Nolan and not Walter. That was an epic like intro to a wedding, too. So yeah, good. amazing, yeah. amazing wedding. Uh, super cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was really glad that I was able to get to watch. We got to watch through a live stream. Uh, yeah. Shelly, we hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh we love you. We miss you. Uh, and then also the pledge drive. I know that set words sound scary if you don't know about our pledge drives, but they're actually I... a ton of fun. Uh, August 28th, 48 hours of live streaming nonsense, uh, shenanigans, challenges. It's a really, really fun time. Super excited. Uh, so it starts August 28th at 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Uh, come chill out with us and hang out. Uh, you know, if you can give, great. If not, uh, we still love the company. Mm-hmm. Cody, Cody and I uh, happily take the graveyard shifts for the graveyard team. <laughs> yeah, we'll be there late at night. Uh, yeah. Please help keep us awake. <laughs> and then special shout out to our patrons, patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. Specifically, Brian Strother, Jordan Garner, Casey Cavill, Sam Watson, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Braban, Peter Tello, Michael Miller Jr., Hannah Goose, Dalton Burton, Michael, Caleb Ardowin, Communication Flail, and Catherine Van Gogh. Thank you all so much. We appreciate you a ton. Thank you. Uh, that's that's the housekeeping. I know it was a lot <laughs> this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. LJ, what video games have you been playing? Okay, so I'm still playing stuff like Ghost of Tsushima, but um, I have some new stuff to talk about this week, stuff that I'm very Have you walked about. slowly through the grass? <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't. I'm, that's just, I find that so cool. For those who don't know, when you walk through the grass, he, like, plays the grass through his hand, and it looks... It's wow. just such a cool little detail. The photo mode is beautiful. I love taking photos in that game. I love taking photos in every game I can, but... Anyway. Um, so, I get to talk about this game finally, because NDA has dropped, um, but uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, um, they had the beta this weekend, uh, yeah. like, the closed beta that they opened up to a lot more people. But I've been playing this game for like a month. I just been haven't been able to talk about it. Oh wow! And so it's basically like if you ever seen the shows like uh, MXC, uh, Wipeout, um, and you play as these little like jelly bean looking kind of dudes, and <laughs> there's like obstacle courses, there's like team mini games. It's like if they turned Mario Party into a battle royale. Okay, and that sounds awesome. You, yeah, so there's like sixty people uh, to a match. And so there's different rounds of stuff. And so you have to meet the certain qualifications. So like the first round will have like, you have to be with like a cert- within the certain amount of people to like make it to the finish line on some races. Uh, there's one wow. called egg scramble where you're on a team and each team has to like grab eggs from the center and go put it in their basket. 
they have one called Fall Ball or something where it's basically like Rocket League and it's like a little team of Fall Guys has to knock a soccer ball into the goal. <laughs> uh, it is so cool. I, I'm excited for it. I've I've been uh, I've been playing the beta a lot. Um, it reminds I, me of speedrunners for some reason. I don't know. Yes. Why. Well, so that's why I'm I'm trying to. I think the Twitch team is on board with this, but I'm trying to get this to be our opener for the pledge drive. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. And also, yeah, yeah. and uh, so also today, I, I knew this was going to happen because they're hinting at it, but it will be one of the free games for PS Plus in August on launch day. The only other game that's actually happened to is Rocket League, and it blew up because it was on PS Plus. And so, right as cool. as somebody who's like been into this game, not being able to talk about it, I'm like, yes, everybody can play it. <laughs> I might have to get PlayStation mm. Plus just to get it. It sounds like my kind of game. Yeah, it's it's yeah. so fun. It's yeah, I I recommend looking into it. Uh, you can get like customization stuff. You can get costumes for your little fall guys. They didn't have a lot of them in the beta, but I got to see a bunch of them in in the or in the earlier phases of the beta. Um, yeah, that's fun. I highly recommend people look into that. Uh, I will be reviewing the game as well. If I didn't say that already, and then the other one I I got a review copy for just because I, I knew it would be fun to run this game that in two thousand seven. People couldn't even run their P- their people couldn't even run this game on their PCs, and it's Crisis Remastered. And so, so this this game, yeah, so this game was one that like I think it was because the processor and like the it can only run with a certain core processor on PC. And so uh, basically, I have this on Switch now. It came out to Switch. Uh, the other ones got delayed, like as far as like which Xbox, is so crazy PS4. to consider. Yeah, so a, a Switch rem- a Switch port actually came out before uh, the rest of the ports. <laughs> so, which never happens. Uh, but it's really cool. It's basically it was like early like Far Cry kind of stuff where in a tropical jungle, you're this dude with a super suit, and you have like a cloak mode. Uh, you have an armor, like, armor mode you can activate where you can take shots more. You can literally grab dudes, like, if you run up to a dude. Oh, yeah, so you have, like, super speed uh, for a short amount of time. If you run up to a guy, you can basically grab him and just throw him and just chuck him. Uh, so okay. it's like, yeah, so you're basically, like, yeah, you're like a super soldier uh, in this, like, tropical, like, island area. Uh, it's super cool, though. It, cool. It, the Switch is definitely not the best place to play it because it's still kind of a little blurry and it's got low resolution but it, it runs mm. fine so uh, it's a little pricey i think for me personally it's 30 dollars for one game which was a bummer because i thought it was the whole trilogy i was excited because mm. i'm like oh yeah all three of these are really good and then mm-hmm. i was like i think what happened was the rumors before it came out were saying it was the trilogy but i think when it actually got announced they said no it's only the first game wow okay yeah but it's still it's still an interesting piece of work especially it's like now that thing that was so hard to run on pc is now on your little handheld device yeah i remember when those mm-hmm. games came out like especially mm-hmm. crisis 3 but like the graphics and the gameplay just blew me away i, I loved yeah. those games but they would make your console very hot <laughs> yeah Cry- crytek likes to push the envelope with their technology um so it's th- worth it uh, though yeah it's cool yeah so that's what i've been up to as far as gaming. Well, how about you serena uh, well, I'm still one of those people hanging out in Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, I've been playing that a lot. My wife plays every day. Yeah. And I've been, like, trying to make all these friends and, like, trying to get people. I've, I finally got to where I can, like, landscape my island. So I've been making all these waterfalls and mm-hmm. moving everything around. And I'm trying to get a few of my residents to leave because I want cuter 
residents to live there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have a couple that are my favorite, and then I'm just like, ah, you guys can go. You know, like, I'm getting to that point. Um, but yeah, I've been playing I've been playing that a lot. Um, I still play Stardew Valley. It's a nice, like, calm game for me to just kind of not have all the stress of. And it's weird saying that. Like, Animal Crossing is supposed to be chill, but it, it stresses me out. I feel like this pressure of, of having to do all these things and I don't really yeah. have that with Stardew Valley, which is not the mm -hmm. norm. Like, everybody complains at Stardew Valley. You have a limited time. So I don't know. I kind of like the timer, though. It makes me appreciate the time that I'm using, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And then we started, um, we just went on vacation with our family, and we played um, uh, tabletop games quite a bit. Um, we tried to play games with my nephews, but then um, we played a Jurassic Park game. It was kind of boring. <laughs> it's like a, some you have to build a park. It wasn't really that great, but we played Clank, and I really like Clank a lot. It's um I don't cool. I don't know how you classify it, but it's a really fun like tabletop game. There's two versions. There's Clank and Clank Legacy, but we just have Clank. Um, we have a okay. review of Clank Legacy on the website, and I'm pretty yeah. sure we have a review of Clank. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's actually cool. <laughs> we heard it. I heard it first in the in the board game or the tabletop community with Geeks Under Grace, and then we happened to get it. Um, last year for Christmas, so <laughs> it was kind of neat. Yeah, it, it worked out cool. pretty good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It's just competitive enough that it's it's not. I don't know how to explain it. Like it, I, we have to, you have to travel across the board, and you have to do all these different secret moves and secret rooms, and and it's a lot of fun. It's challenging, but it's just competitive enough that we don't get in fights. But you know, <laughs> so it's fun. Yeah, but that's that's about all I've been playing lately. Just single player things. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. I will maybe pick up Animal Crossing again. We took our Switch Joy-Con and we sent it in. I should say my wife did because she was playing it so much she just couldn't stand mm. the drift anymore. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the drift is real. Yeah. Uh, so it was free to do, uh, which I didn't realize. Yeah. You can still turn them in, like, put them back in and get them back, which is super cool. Uh, I don't know if I'll play Animal Crossing New Horizons, though, or if I'll go back to Rune Factory because oh, yeah. I had just gotten that game. And... Uh, You'd probably really like it, Serena, as someone who likes Stardew Valley. Okay. It's similar, but it has some RPG elements, too. Mm -hmm. So, kind of like Stardew. You can actually go and fight stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. It's really strange the way that it levels things up. Like, just walking around, you'll level up your walking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like a level up for every little thing. But i i got that and then we immediately got animal crossing new horizons after that and so mm. i had these two very relaxing games and i was gonna play the newer shinier one yeah yeah <laughs> the rune factory 4 is a remaster port. Yeah, yeah a remaster port. Yeah. okay yeah not even a remaster really a, a port um so it's it's cool i i'd be excited to play that again and then skyrim obviously been playing i love more skyrim. and more skyrim that's like the best Sweet. game I've I've ever played, and its replayability is just unparalleled. Like I just I've never oh, had fun. a game that that's it's that replayable for almost ten years now. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I was told that I should change my mods to do a it's a it's a different skill tree basically. Okay. Oh, and cool. so I'm checking that out, and I thought I broke the game when I did it because <laughs> I had a fast leveler and that would make me level up faster and then this new skill tree and i didn't read in it that you could not use the fast leveler with skill tree oh and i don't know why i thought this but i was like i bet i can outsmart it and uh <laughs> you can't if it says it doesn't work it doesn't work um and so it leveled me up 
and then I didn't get the skill point, and I couldn't, like, change my health or anything. Oh. And so then I took that off, and I spent, like, two hours leveling up a single level. Uh, and I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know. It was probably terrible, because I felt like it took me forever to level up. Um, just <laughs> oh, yeah, so that I could see whether or not... Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was just to see whether or not I could get the skill points, and I could, so I fixed it. It's fine. Um, I just have to level up at a normal speed now. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. Play the game the way you're supposed to. <laughs> right. Kind of. The skill tree that I have, it's, I can't remember what it's called. It's Ordinal, Ordinal uh, skill. People, some people know it's super popular, I guess. Huh. Um, but I have like a PS4 version, which is kind of a dumbed down version of that. And it gives you a lot of different options for like everything. So single hand weapons, they have kind of like, you can do a little bit of single hand sword or a little bit of X. And now this is like five different perks for single hand swords oh wow that game yeah. uh, scratches the D itch for real like i made my ha- i made my orc character from D in that game and so mm-hmm. it's just it, that so as i got into D again i picked up i got back into that game because i'm like this is just the most immersive like thing i could probably mm-hmm. play to like yeah yeah i've got my character looking a lot like me and that's been a lot of fun that's cool. and just like barbarian through stuff as myself that's awesome <laughs> i always play a cat i always feel bad but i always like playing the cats just because they're, they're cute yeah. yeah the khajiits yeah i brought this up when i first started playing uh but i mentioned again the reason that i have mods in the first place i was gonna play vanilla mm-hmm. i was like let me just figure out how this game plays and i was so like headstrong with this downloading the game and i went to change the hair on the nord and i found out that the orc had my hair but the nord didn't and i was like <laughs> There's probably a mod for that. <laughs> and there That's was. Awesome. <laughs> and so now I got a bunch of mods. I it's love terrible. modding game. People come up with the coolest stuff with mods. There's one that turns um, Alduin, the dragon, the main dragon that you kind of fight, turns him mm-hmm. into Randy Savage from Oh, yeah, wrestling. That's ridiculous. The best. It is so PS4 is a little limited. Well. You can't change anything. You can't add assets to the game. You can just change what's already there. Okay. But it's still, there's some cool stuff. Yeah, seeing that video of of Alduin dropping down and he's got like a cowboy (laughs) hat and he goes, oh yeah, it was just, it (laughs) killed me. It was so great. Well, the Thomas the Tank Engine, I feel like that's always (laughs) a stereotypical. (laughs) Yep. The the Thomas one I like is uh, when they put him in Resident Evil 2 and he was Mr. X. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. And then I did play a board game kind of. Sweet. My wife got it as kind of a, uh, it was on sale, I guess, at Target. And we didn't know if it would be any good or not, but it's called Skulk. And it's actually a lot of fun. So you have this little plastic skull and there are marbles that go on the top of it. And then it opens its mouth and you can get the marble out. And so you're trying to get like three of the same color, basically, mm-hmm. on, on this map, um, which is like pieces on the board. And so you'll say, I have a blue one. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a blue one. You ha- I have a purple one. And you don't show anybody. And they have to decide whether you're lying or not. Oh. And if you're not lying and they don't catch you, then you can put it down. If you're not lying but they say you are, then they lose like a life and you get like three lives. Um, and then Ooh. if you're lying and you're caught, then you lose a life. Oh, wow. That sounds fun. Yeah. It was cool. It was very simple, cool. but the art is really pretty looking, and 
I don't know. It's fine. It's called Skulk. S-K-U-L-K. It was like 10 bucks. So nice. we didn't think it would be super great. And then she got Exploding Kittens. Oh, uh, I love that the... game. <laughs> I've never been able to. I've never it's played so it so much yet. fun. Really? So oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. So we had the game. Uh, we got the one of the expansions, one of the newer expansions. Nice. Yeah, because I remember like you and you guys and Joe brought like a bunch of games to packs, and we were so done by the end of the day, we never played any of them. Yeah. I think we played... <laughs> Did we play Dice Thrones once? Nope. We never did. No? Never oh, geez. did anything. Dice Thrones is so good. It's it's really fun. I love that game. We have the uh, the mainline games and then Imploding Kittens and mm. then the... Uh, I don't know which one this is. It's one of the add-ons. Nice. It's cool. All right. That's, that's all the gaming that I've been doing. Uh, <laughs> And all the gaming that I haven't been doing. I talked a lot about yeah. what I'm not playing. <laughs> we cool. can get into the gaming news, LJ. I know there's a lot going on with that showcase. Yeah, um, so our, the Xbox showcase uh, happened recently, uh, last Thursday, actually. And, I mean, this is no news that uh, a lot of people probably already know. I mean, it's all been all over the place. But um, the Halo uh, Infinite gameplay was shown. And so there's yeah. people that are upset about the graphics, which, I mean... I feel like that's getting into the weeds of it all. Like it's, I think it's people wanted that hyper realism out of mm-hmm. you know, like some out of, you know, just out of next gen. They wanted like super detailed lighting and shading and stuff. But well, and I see a lot of people compare it to uh, the Last of Us Two, which is a very yeah. linear. Mm-hmm. Like they can show you a very cinematic experience mm-hmm. because it's not having to be rendered in, in real time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still, like in, an I feel like it's is. still in production. Like people, like I understand it yeah. at, at these showcases, like they want to see a finished product, but they're clearly still working on it. I mean, they've got plenty <laughs> of time to make it look better, but they just yeah. want you to know that it's there and they're working on it. It's coming. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I think they're trying to evoke the style they're trying to evoke is, uh, is you can see this with the box art is they're trying to kind of like give you nostalgia for the first Halo mm-hmm. because this, okay. ta- this takes place on a new Halo because in the story, one of the Halos was destroyed and there's this thing that rebuilds mm-hmm. a Halo whenever it's destroyed. And so they're trying to take you back to kind of that feel, but it's also got this like open world style gameplay. You have a grappling hook, which looks awesome. That's you know, cool. Like you can like use it to like almost like Batman. Like you can use it to like yeah. pull yourself up to like ledges. You can use it to like grab a grenade or like an explosive and like throw it back at an enemy. You can literally just like pull yourself towards an enemy. Like there's all kinds of stuff you can do. The art style also reminds me a lot of um, uh, Red vs Blue, like the newer stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Not yeah. new, okay. new. But towards the end of Red vs. Blue, when it started to get really detailed. Well, that's when they started the doing the CGI into... and stuff, yeah. Yeah, they started doing their own animations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I but mean. Yeah, I mean, that's like that. uh, Halo saw. 4 and Halo 5. They started to get to those levels. And so, um, but yeah, I think that it just, something about it, they just scaled back some of it to a degree. And from what I've heard that I guess that there's a trailer or something that actually does look better. And Xbox is saying this is an earlier build of the game that they showed. Okay. Um so yeah, there, there's all of that stuff, but I'm excited. I watched mm-hmm. a video IGN had of 22 minutes. Uh, that, it was the Halo saga in 22 minutes. And so that caught me up on everything. And if cool. everybody can go play the games now if they want um, on Game Pass and stuff. And PC. Yeah. Um, there was other Dragon stuff Quest in there. And stuff too. 
Yeah, so Dragon Quest is coming to Game Pass, which is a big one for all you JRPG fans out there. Most people have already probably played this on PS4 and Switch, but mm-hmm. it's coming to Xbox, and it's the S version oh, that came to one? Switch. The other one uh, that I was really excited about was uh, Balon. I thought that was a Nintendo game. It looks like what? a Nintendo game. Balon Wonderworld? Is that that one Square Enix platformer thing that just got announced? Yeah. Uh, that wasn't at the showcase. No? Nope. That, that uh, was announced separately. Um, they have another one, uh, (laughs) that Obsidian announced, uh, called Avowed, and it's in the Pillars of Eternity universe, and it had this first person looking, like, gameplay, fantasy stuff, and this dude doing some, like, Doctor, Doctor Strange-esque, like, magic and stuff, it looked cool, um, the logo looks like the arrow, Mm -hmm. they showed a little bit of Forza, what that's gonna be, they didn't announce a new Forza, they showed some other interesting stuff, but the big thing... That was finally revealed. The worst kept secret in gaming for the last three years is that uh, Fable, uh, the reboot, uh, got announced at the end of the showcase. And uh, so Fable's really cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, I love Fable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's it, it's awesome. Uh, the uh, the team uh, Play Playground Games is doing it. They did all of the Forza Horizon games, the like the Horizon spinoffs, and those are really good. I've it's just different from cars you know so it's just mm-hmm. like i'm curious to see what they do it seems like it's still early in development but it's confirmed now so cool yeah um, so that's the xbox showcase the next piece of news i think is really cool uh there's this thing called the analog pocket that got announced earlier this year yeah. um now they have uh they're saying it's coming out in 2021 uh they had uh, talked about some of the features of it it's got this crazy high res- resolution screen on it uh, there's like some like game dev add-on stuff you could buy for it. There's like a dock for it, so you can almost like a switch. But basically, that's probably the coolest part of it to me. Yeah, it's the docking. Yeah, you. So it's basically like a, if anybody's heard of a Retron, which I think that's the most popular one of those. Um, but it's basically yeah. like a high-end like Retron, but for portable stuff. So you can play Game Boy. You can play Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Atari right. Lynx, Game Gear. I think well, and like a Retron Five or yeah. Four. One of them's, I think it's Retron 4. You can play, like, Game Boy Colors and Game Boy games. Right. Uh, you just can't pick that console up and take it with you anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And this thing looks pretty rad. It looks pretty slick. It's done, uh, I guess, uh, from the people that uh, created the original concept of how the PS4 looks and the controller of that. And so it has that sleekness. Yeah. And so I, I like it. It's cool. It's, like, 200 bucks, which is still a little pricey, but I'm, like... I don't know, man. If there's a way I can, like, I have my Game Boy SP, but it's, like, super old. But I'm like, yeah. man, if I can play some of these games and buy some of them pretty, for pretty cheap off of eBay, like, that'd be fun to, like, relive those memories. And if you check the price of, like, the Retron, granted, that's playing, like, Super Nintendo games, Retron's too. Retron's a couple hundred, too, I think. Right? Those are pretty, they're, like, yeah, around the same price. Yeah. So. If anything, like, a hundred. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Analog also does their own versions. They have, like, a analog nt they have like a super analog nt which are specifically built for like the nintendo and super nintendo stuff and it's higher end quality uh it's more i think it's more advanced than the retron like as far as like quality and things it could do but yeah yeah um retron is just the most popular name but yeah i'm excited for this thing and i'm like you know what that looks pretty cool so they have a white one too which looks pretty slick not not that i don't know why you'd want a white one because it'd get dirty and stuff yeah yeah uh yeah black one looks sleek uh, yeah it does yeah so um 
that's it for the gaming news. Um, so we have a little poll list going on here. Um, so we have uh, Destroy All Humans Remastered uh, comes out this week, and Grounded, which is like the survival, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids looking game that coming to Xbox. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. Like you play as tiny people in a backyard and build <laughs> stuff, survive, and fight like giant like ants and stuff. Yeah. That sounds cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty Sweet. excited about the Destroy All Humans. I love those games. I actually have them on my PlayStation. They have them on the PlayStation Store, and they had them really cheap, so I, mm. I kind of binge. I love those games. Nice. They're fun. I've never played them. You're like little aliens, they look fun. and you yeah, kill everybody. It's like, <laughs> 50, it's like 50s sci-fi humor, too. So yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's That's pretty cool. good. It's real goofy. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I have not seen any movies, so Serena... Have you watched anything as of late? Yeah, so at the beginning of July, Disney Plus released Hamilton, and I'd never seen it or listened to it, but like all my friends are very obsessed with it. So everybody kind of viral right, right now. now, yeah. Yeah. So I, I asked I'm on Twitter people. and Facebook, and I'm like, "What is up with this thing?" And everybody's right. like, "It's just really good." And I'm like, yeah. "Okay, I like that answer better than y'all are just bored." but it was it was really good i loved the music i thought it was great that there was such a diverse cast and i I Mm -hmm. loved i loved how they portrayed the 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 few founding fathers in it as as um i don't know how to put this i i feel like we have a problem uh deifying our founding fathers if that makes sense we kind of make them out to be almost God humans when they were really just humans. And it was nice to see mm-hmm. that they were good men and they did good things, but they also were fallible, you know? And I thought that was really cool how they, they handled that in the play or the musical, yeah, I guess cool. musical. It was really well done. I, we watched it for my husband's birthday this year on, on July 4th. So it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be, but it didn't feel yes. long. It's like two like, hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, and there's even like an intermission, which I thought was kind of cool. But yeah, it was a little longer than I felt like maybe it needed to be, but it didn't feel like draggy at any point. It just, it was a fun ride. I like that. Cool. Because the length is what kind of is keeping me from like watching it. Like just because I don't want to, I'm not that I'm going to sit through all two hours and 40 minutes, but it's just like to just start something that long. Daunting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of things, watching yeah. things that are really long. Um, so I've, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. I read the books as a kid. Sweet. I've reread them several times in my life. I love the movies. I had a huge crush on Elijah Wood for a long time when those movies came. <laughs> That's cool. um, but yeah, so uh, my husband has the, uh, the extended editions with all like, it's like a extra like hour and a half of footage or whatever. And so yeah. uh, we started watching those. Um, we're on disc one of two towers right now so we still got some to go through but, <laughs> but we did watch all the fellowship in one day and like we got the mattress nice. out put it in the living room like made a little like snack set. the last time we watched extended editions that's what we did situation it's a yeah. lot of fun to do yeah it's like a little it's like a little <laughs> camp out in the living room you know yeah um, but yeah i really enjoyed it i thought like it was kind of neat to 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 remember the pieces of the movie that i've seen and then be able to catch the ones because it doesn't stop and say deleted scene like it just it just flows right, right. yeah right and I like that it was really cool and I liked I mean some of the the scenes that were cut I can see why they were cut they were cool but weren't really necessary for the story 
um, like the wood elves scene. Like that's really cool to see them walking through the woods and singing. It's like sad kind of, but it wasn't really adding much to the movie. But it, yeah, right. so it was really cool to watch. I'm excited to see uh, Return of the King because um, I like all the battle stuff. So I'm excited to see more trees <laughs> and talking trees and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think yeah. Minas Tirith is like my favorite like part out of that mm. whole trilogy. It's so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. What about you, LJ? What have you seen? Um, so I watched, you talked about this last week. I watched uh, yeah. Old Guard. What did you think? I liked it. It was cool. It almost felt like, it almost felt like, uh, so I got some like, so it was very like modern. And so like, so like you're talking about how like they're all like immortal or whatever. So it almost felt like if you took like a couple like mercenary like type people, whatever. And like, it almost like, I almost thought of like a squad out of like Call of Duty or something and just make them Mm -hmm. immortal. Because they did a lot of, like, gun stuff, and it wasn't just, like... I mean, Charlize Theron, she kicked some butt, and they did some close-quarter yeah. stuff, but... I just it was kind of like John Wick... Yes. ...is yeah. now immortal and a team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's it's interesting. Like, I think that um, they could... They I like how they did explain some stuff, mm-hmm. um, but, like, there was stuff they didn't go into, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um... But then there's stuff that I can't wait to see if they do a sequel. If, right. Definitely if it set it up for a sequel. Enough. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to, to see more of that. Charlize Theron's character was cool. Um, How'd you feel about the overall plot? Did you think that it was lacking, or did you like that personal story that it had? I liked the personal story stuff going on. Okay. I, thought it, I thought it was cool, because it brought another character into the fold. Um, That's true. But then also, there's that, like, agent guy who, you know, he was, like, kind of a part of like the opposite side but then he was like nah like you know this is too far or whatever and i thought he was an interesting character because then he kind of like he has a i like his character arc because you just think like oh he just stiffs him and just gets him caught whatever you know like yeah but i think it, it was it's great i like the 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 arc the story arc itself i think it's cool. i think marvel has spoiled me and i just think everything needs to be big and epic and no, not at all. I was like, just like bummed that they see, weren't fighting some like crazy demon thing. Well, I think that's fine because then I think of like action movies like that aren't really connected. Like, I mean, you know, you mentioned John Wick. Those movies are actually ended up being more connected than like I initially thought they were going to be. But, that's true. you know, they're, they're the action movies that, bear, you know, that have sequels and stuff. Like I almost look at it as a just a basic action movie, but it seems to have bigger plans because um, they're, they're it. I think. Marvel has spoiled us in the way that like everything's got to connect and everything's got to do this and that and I'm like it really doesn't. Not just... with that, but I mean just like yeah. in its epic battles. Yeah, you wanted them to fight. Yeah, you wanted them some. Yeah, I wanted there something. to be some kind of like ancient force that they've been fighting Which, for the last I, thousand I, years. I thought there could have been by the end, but I think they're saving that. Um, which I think is yeah. Awesome. The sequel will be very cool. Yes, and that you know, unspeakable force that could come even after that movie. Yep. Um, they've got a lot of room to grow because they started so small, which would be cool. I feel like it did well enough to where I think it, it could happen. Yeah. It was in the top 10. I think it's supposed well doing best, whatever. I can't yeah. say the word, uh, movie at Netflix. Yep. Um, the Netflix has made so far. Mm-hmm. Most well doing. Have you oh. heard of it, Serena? I haven't actually the The, yeah, y'all talking about it's making me really interested though. Yeah, I, I guess so maybe I've seen it like um the little chiclet thing on Netflix, but I don't think I've ever yeah. clicked on it. 
they are a group of immortal people and they're just trying to do good in the world so they just like take jobs they've, they've existed for like hundreds of years too like they'll have backstories yeah like uh two of the guys uh they fought each other back in like the crusades and stuff too but they just kept killing each other and over and over again until wow. they fell in like, love yeah yeah until they fell in love like <laughs> but still like i think it's so funny though i'm like that's cool i like that story like it's like, I like, they all have backstories like that. I think it's neat. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I'll have to save it. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Very modern, very... They, they don't... Even though they have swords and stuff, they don't lean on the medieval stuff very much. Yeah. Okay. They throw some guns. They do some gun stuff and things like that. And There's a lot of, like... Ooh, like... The fact that they're immortal is they lean into that and watch them get hurt a lot. And it's just like... Oh! Like so is it pretty, yeah, it's definitely pop, gory. It's pretty gory. Watching them okay. pop bones so I'm gonna back have to in watch place it like and this. stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Face covered. <laughs> it's probably not as gory as other stuff, but definitely okay. seeing seeing them like pop their bones back and stuff and oh. just like heal oh, and everything yeah. is just like, oh. Just the yeah. thought of that makes me want to get sick. I can't I can't handle bone stuff. Like, <laughs> blood is enough, but like people popping bones, I just can't. There's <laughs> a lot of that. I'm worried about that with the uh, Mortal Kombat movie coming out. I don't know if we'll be able to watch it very well. Might be a bit much. They said that people were getting sick. The actors Noxious. were getting sick yeah. on set. Yeah. Just watching it. I'm like, you don't even have to do anything yet. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was probably know, some big blood splitting out. Bad. Like, I, I, yeah. I love Mortal Kombat, and I will play everyone that comes out if I can, but <laughs> it's hard. It really is. I, I the live action movie is supposed to be brutal. I was gonna say I wasn't this way with eleven, but ten like spiritually convicted me. Like there was some stuff in ten that I go because that one went very dark, and eleven kind of went mm, more that's... silly again. But ten, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, yeah, I had to stop. Whoa. I'm halfway through ten, and I had to stop. Uh, I was like, I can't, yeah. I can't. Not only just the blood, but like all the dark spiritual stuff. I was, I just like, I can't. I'm just gonna play the yeah. arcade mode, and I'm not gonna play the story mode anymore. <laughs> yeah. Sub Zero. He's my favorite. Always been my I'm favorite. Ninja, I'm Lin Kuei. Yeah, him and Rain, <laughs> favorites. All right, well, Serena, and you're taking over the movie news. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> All right. What's happening? So, Sonic 2 got a release date. Yes. Finally. Yeah. For April, with April 2022. So there's not a lot that we know about it yet. Like not even they don't even know if the actors are coming back or if we're. We don't even know if people. theaters are going to be open again. By well, yeah, time. we don't even know that's if we're going to be able to yeah. go see it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's exciting. So I we need Jim Carrey back. One. Yes, he has to be. He made the back. movie. I feel like you need to watch it. it. I know. I need to. I know. I don't want to. It's on my list. I just I can't find so it good. anywhere to rent. It's all twenty bucks. I'm not buying it. Uh, it should be. It should be. You should be able to rent it for like three, four bucks now. Oh, can you? Okay, because I checked a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. I was probably like in June, but and it was still twenty bucks. I'm not paying. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not paying it's twenty a, bucks. <laughs> it's yes. come out on Blu-ray now, so I think usually once stuff comes out on Blu-ray, then it's okay. like they'll let you actually rent it. I think okay. you can find it like a Redbox. Yeah, Redbox. Also, I guess yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, I don't think I always forget we have those. I'm just mm-hmm. yeah, I never. I, I haven't used too. the Redbox. I'm so, so used long. to digital stuff now. I'm just so spoiled by it. It's easy to hit a button and be like, bam! All right, let's right. go. Let's watch this. I'd imagine you could get it in a Redbox by this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, I don't know. So I'll it's have to look really, for it. really good. Yeah, I championed this movie when it came out. I'm like, this is good. Everybody watch it. Mm-hmm. I think Pokemon's better, but Shelly said that I'm using rose tinted glasses, and it's probably. 
correct, because the acting wasn't great. Are you talking about Detective Pikachu or the... Yeah, Detective Pikachu. I loved that movie. I squeed so hard in the theater, like, every five (laughs) seconds in that movie. (laughs) I teared up when the Pidgeys came flying over the field at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, the the beginning of the movie made me so nostalgic when he's on the train and stuff. (laughs) And it's describing Pokemon, like, as it does in the game and stuff. I'm just like, oh, yeah. The Pidgeys flew over the field and I started crying. Yeah, when, when when they were like, I don't remember if they were on the Torterra at that point or off, but like when all the Bulbasaur's came out, Bulby's my favorite. Yeah. He's always I my favorite starter. I want a, I want a I real cried. life Bulbasaur. I know, they're so cute. And I know it's <laughs> it sounds so dumb because the face is modeled exactly like Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. It's the it same is. face mm-hmm. and it's so cute. But like the little noises they kept making, oh my goodness, I couldn't, I couldn't handle <laughs> it. I couldn't, I started crying. Mm-hmm. It's precious. Charmander for life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think. Have Sonic... you guys seen? This is such a tangent. We're so far away from where we need to be. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Have you guys seen the little baby Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charmanders? And it's like this Discovery Channel like commentary. <laughs> and it's not. like, look at the Squirtles. Oh no, they've wet the bed. <laughs> and it's like the Bulbasaurs. And they're like, oh, look at the cute Bulbasaurs planting seeds everywhere. You'll have an overgrown house in no time. And then it's just the commentary guy screaming and house on fire. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's great. It's amazing. I'll find it. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. I would. I'll find it later. I'll put yeah, it in the I've never seen later. it. That sounds hilarious, though. <laughs> yeah, so good. Um, on the topic of Sonic, though, I think like what you're saying is Pokemon is much more of a visually pleasing movie because mm-hmm. it had to be. Yeah. Um, but like mm-hmm. Sonic, I mean, Sonic has, you know, Sonic and it has some like CGI worlds in the beginning and stuff like that, like a little bit, but yeah, I mean, yeah, really I like, better. I think it's ultimately where your nostalgia is going to be as far as Nintendo and Sega, because somebody like me, I was into Pokemon when I was a kid, you know, mm-hmm. and, but it's like, it's like Sonic for me, like I was a Sega kid. So it was one of those things where I was just so on board for it and I was so, nervous about it because i'm like this is probably not going to be very good when i came out of it and i was like i cannot believe this is a good movie i'm so happy um and so yeah i uh i'm excited for the second one um oh what's his name ben schwartz announced this over twitter that it was going to be a thing and so yeah was he Uh, was he in the first one yeah he does he voices sonic oh oh okay that makes sense yeah so like parts of uh, He, well, he was in Parks and Rec. Uh, he played John Raphael. Oh yeah, no, I like Ben Schwartz. I just yeah. for some reason I just spaced. I forgot he was actually yeah. a Sonic's voice. Yeah, he does such that. a good job. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. He has a show. Um, I don't want to deviate again, but like he has a show on Netflix with Thomas Middleditch where they just do like live improv. It's really funny. They're so good at the oh, quick improv. Improv's already. What's it called? Enough. It's called Middleditch and Schwartz. Schwartz. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's really he funny. was also in Space Force. Yeah, he was in mm-hmm. Space Force as well. He was basically just John Rolfio in Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. He really was. He was great, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of video game movies. Yeah. So it looks like they haven't like quite announced something, but Brie Larson has started up talking about a possible Metroid movie, and she would want to play Samus. Yeah. So that She's would be really cool. twice now. Yeah, I, I think, don't really care who it is. I just want a Metroid Prime movie. I know, right? Like, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> I think, quite know how I feel about Brie Larson playing it, but you know what? Like, I just want a Metroid movie, too. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen her in enough stuff to really know if, like, 
I mean, Captain Marvel was fine, I guess. I didn't dislike her. You know, like, <laughs> I feel like too many people target the political stuff that, with her. rather Which than, I like, heard she's kind of backed off of a lot. Yeah. But I don't know if that's like, true or not. But I think she need, the people need to, I guess, look at what she's been in more. Which, I mean, really she wasn't that impressive as Captain Marvel anyway. But, like, she didn't really get yeah. a shot to do anything interesting to me. Like, so it's like, yeah. I still haven't seen what, what she's got, basically. You know? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like she has the potential to be, uh, I mean, I feel like she's a great actress. She's got an Oscar, you know, yeah. so I mean, she, obviously somebody thinks she's a great actress, and I think that's great, but I feel like with Captain Marvel, it was almost like she was being kind of held back in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like she couldn't really just be herself, and she, it felt unnatural. It felt mm. robotic. But, like, when she was in the few episodes of Community that she was in, the show with Joe McHale, and, and she was... Yeah. Um, she was Abed, uh, Danny Pudi's character. It was his girlfriend. And she was adorable. Yeah. She was delightful. She was awkward. She was funny and serious. I mean, she was. it felt like she was just comfortable. And I feel like in Captain Marvel, she couldn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't... That's what I mean. Like, I don't know how she Give her to Taika do, Watiti but and... Oh, yeah. He would, make, <laughs> he would make an amazing Metroid movie. I don't think there's anything that he's made that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. there was way, way back talks of making a Metroid movie, and the reason mm-hmm. that Nintendo backed away from it was because, I believe it was Universal Studios, um, I can't remember, they started asking questions that Nintendo was uncomfortable with, and it was uh... things like, really simple things, but it was, what does Samus do for fun when she's not in the suit fighting aliens? Like, what does she eat? What does mm-hmm. she you know do in her spare time? Because we can't just have her shooting things the entire time. We need yeah. to create a character. Does, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's what she does for fun. Yeah, like. <laughs> but they didn't want to. They didn't want to. Like they hadn't thought these things out, and so they yeah. didn't want to bring anything into uh, their games as far as like character development. They were uh-huh. worried, I guess, that uh, if they answered these questions, that it would kind of be permanent, and they didn't have the right answers, and so they backed away uh... from the whole thing. And and the problem too is the games are pretty much inspired by Alien as it is anyway. You know, mm-hmm. like the OG Alien. So it's like. I don't know, like, you could still, I think they could still do a good movie, but I think Universal was asking the wrong questions. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Ripley, and, Ripley is an alien, right? I mean, like, or he, she, I don't remember if Ripley's a girl or a guy, but the big black alien, I mean, it's, Rip, it's shaped oh, just. Oh, uh, Rid, Ridley. Ridley. It's pterodactyl looking. Ridley? Ripley? Ridley. Ridley, sorry, yeah. Like, Ripley yeah, Ridley's is, based, uh, like, literally, an alien. Ri- like, literally named after Ridley Scott. Right. Who did the movie Aliens. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, yeah, we could just make a better alien movie. <laughs> yeah, I would just give it to Ridley Scott, and then like let there be <laughs> yeah. just some crossover hey, stuff going on. You know, alien yeah. Ridley Scott do would be great again. with it. <laughs> and then add this cool lady in an orange and red spacesuit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like he's made this movie. Yeah. Just, and then put a Metroid spin on it. Let him play the games for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think legitimately he would do really good with it. Uh, just because he kind of knows that realm and yeah. you can make him look a little bit different, but then he can literally go ahead and throw some of his like aliens or there's Easter eggs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, it'd be super easy to kind of make it part of that universe, mm-hmm. but not. Oh yeah. That'd be really cool. I think it'd be really cool. I think it'd just be cool to have more space movies that aren't star Wars. I mean, they could do yeah. like that movie gravity with like, I think of that movie gravity with like Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. it only had like two characters in it. Like you can do a movie terrifying. with minimal characters. It's mm-hmm. been done before, you know, like you don't have to. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. Just make it. LJ just wants John Wick in space. You're right. <laughs> no, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, he's like just, just cool just, shots. Well, just of give me Halo at that point. That dude. Yeah. Oh space. yeah. <laughs> She'll take her little arm can and just pop to the face, pop to the chest. Boom. It was a chest face. I think it's chest face. He was She'll, like just... grabbing an alien by the neck. And just... <laughs> yeah. He's like, have you ever I... seen what I can do with a space pencil? I want to see that now. <laughs> That'd be like other M Metroid at that point, probably. Yeah. <laughs> People don't like other M. I don't even know what that is, I guess. it's, a, it's... It was made by Team Ninja. It's a, it's a Metroid game that came out to Wii. Oh, okay. But not people are going to like it very much. Yeah. Yeah. I've never played any of them. I've played like the first Metroid and that's it. But people mm-hmm. want a Metroid Prime 4 and a trilogy before a movie comes out. Wow. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if they're going to get that. <laughs> For someday. Someday. Maybe. I can't believe they haven't made a trilogy yet. Like, well, I mean, they, yeah, the remaster. They, people want a remaster trilogy on Switch. They, it, I, think I want that. I've never played them. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. That. After you give me Sunshine Remastered. <laughs> Super Mario Sunshine? Yes. Oh, that game is so much fun. <laughs> I'm waiting patiently, Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> the remastered stuff seems to be the hot thing right now. You know, Crash Bandicoot came mm-hmm. back and Spyro. Oh, I'm so glad Spyro came back. You know, so Nintendo yeah. doesn't like money. I don't get it. Right. <laughs> they do. They just want to sell you the same original version six times, so that way you still right. pay them twenty bucks every time for it. And their games <laughs> never lose their value. Like, I mean, games that were sixty bucks three years ago are still sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they're not worth sixty bucks. <laughs> I've been complaining about this for like four weeks now. Skyrim <laughs> on the Switch is sixty dollars. Yeah. And you can't get mods, and it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah, the game's been out for like almost ten years. Like, calm down, yeah. Nintendo. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't get it. <laughs> no. Cool. But. Speaking of, I don't know, space-ish nostalgia, nostalgia, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, so Shark Boy and Lava Girl are coming back. That should make a lot of people younger than me happy. Same. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea, like, why. I mean, I guess, yeah, it was popular with the young people. It was huge. Yeah, like, I remember seeing the dolls everywhere. I remember everybody wearing the T-shirts with the two kids on them. But, like, that's definitely after my generation like my generation had spy kids and i feel like i was getting kind of old when spy kids 3d came out yeah like spy kids one like i saw that i thought it was pretty cool it was funny and weird and trippy yeah but Mm. i never saw the third one i guess two is weird yeah 3d (laughs) was like in a whole different world like really i think it was in like a video game or something Mm -hmm. oh that's cool yeah, I never saw, yeah. I never saw that one. But. And it kind of ruined me on 3D. There were so many movies that came out in 3D that I didn't watch because that was 3D. Yeah. And it was literally like the red and blue lens 3D. 3D. Oh, yikes. So like, you know, like you'd read in like a comic book or something. Yeah. And then, so I thought that all movies that were in 3D were like that. And I was like, I don't want to watch things like that. Uh, and I come to find out like years later that it's that weird fuzzy glasses that, you know, what 3D actually is now. Yeah. So I wish more okay I could. Doing. I wish I could watch 3D movies. I went and saw War of the Titans, which wasn't. It's the sequel to Clash of the Titans, and it wasn't okay. originally <clears throat> designed to be 3D, but they made it 3D anyway. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And it gave me a wicked migraine for like two days. Oh. So I can't do 3D movies. I can't. Like I'm so scared to even do IMAX now. 
I don't like doing 3D. I probably will for Godzilla because we did the first one. Mm. Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, yes. Oh, I got pushed back again, too. I know. Because that just seems super cool to do in 3D. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know. Because you're losing a lot of the background when you do 3D, they really fuzz out the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the foreground is like really popping in front of your face. And so I don't like that because I feel like I lose little details. I noticed that in Avengers. I actually had watched it twice. And there was stuff happening in the back of that movie that was really funny. Mm-hmm. But you don't see it because, one, you're not looking at it. But when everything's 3D, they buzz out the background. Super they put bad, the focus so into what, you're, what you want. What they yeah, want. so yeah. that that pops in your face more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, oh, I'm not getting this full movie this way. Yeah, you're missing like 80% of it. Yeah. But watching Godzilla, even though you get like eight minutes of him in that movie, that first movie. <laughs> Uh, was awesome in IMAX because he was hmm. just huge. That would be cool. Are you talking about the Godzilla in Kong or in the Gods yeah, of, God so of Monsters or whatever? The one that came before God of Monsters. Okay, okay. So 2014. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think, I think it was, that was the last one I watched in 3D. So I didn't watch God of Monsters in IMAX. I should have. And we, had, we didn't watch Kong, but I would like to watch Kong versus Godzilla. Have you not seen mm-hmm. Kong yet? I've seen it. I just haven't watched oh. it in 3D. In 3D oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited. It's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, God of Monsters was good, too. They really fixed that problem. I can't believe he had, like, eight minutes of screen time. Right. <laughs> That's it. Weird. Yeah, Godzilla's one so of he- my favorite, like, uh, movie monsters. You know? Yeah. Like, I've seen a lot of the old the ones. Kaiju. I've seen, like, even the one, the really crappy one from, like, 2001 or two. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed. He had the wrong color Matthew, lightning. The Matthew Broderick one? Yeah, he had the wrong <laughs> color of his, like, energy beamy thing. He had the wrong size head. Like, But it just was so cool to me as a kid. I had mm-hmm. the cups. I had the little glasses from what it were Burger King <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. heard the animated show is actually really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never, yeah. I only watched the movie. <laughs> never watched the show. I detract us again. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Sharkboy and Lava Girl, coming <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah, so it's like, I guess it sounds like they, so Robert Rodriguez is directing it. Um, so he he's kind of strange to me because all I know from him is his horror movies. But I guess <laughs> you guys, like, well, I guess he does action movies too. So hopefully. He did the Spy Kids movies. Did, what? Yeah. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he did the, like, Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Oops. Yeah, he. Yeah, he. Um, that I didn't know. <laughs> he also did um, Desperado, El Mariachi, yeah. Once Upon Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which are all yeah. really good movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those are so good. I don't know okay. any of those. Uh, it's with uh, Antonio Banderas. He uh, plays El Mariachi, and he has like a guitar for like a gun. He, or gun, he like <laughs> okay. hides guns in his guitar and stuff. Did he make the had... Zorro movies? Maybe. I know Antonio Banderas did. I don't know. I don't think Robert Rodriguez <laughs> did those. Um, that would be crazy. But uh, Johnny Depp is in Once Upon a Time in Mexico, and there's this crazy scene where like they like the this like cartel people they grab him and they like drill out his eyes, and so he's like blind uh. for like half the movie. He, it's pretty yeah. legit. That no, see like that that yeah. scares me. I don't need to see people <laughs> get their eyes knocked out. No. I mean that's probably spoils a big part of the movie, I think, but it's been out for years. But it's such a cool scene. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, not, not the drill part, because they don't really, but it's, like, he has this, like, little kid, like, help, like, aim, like, he like, tells him where to aim and stuff. It's pretty legit. Okay. Yeah. That's, those are good movies. Cool. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, so it looks like Sharkboy and Lava Girl are adults now, and they have a daughter who has both of their powers. 
Spoiler alert, that's what happens. Lava shark girl. <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. She has shark lava and shark. lava power. Lava so shark. Sure. Shark do 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 do. <laughs> and now it's going to be in everybody's head for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. That'll get stuck in your head. What can I say except you're welcome? Come on, man. Ha. I just got that out of my head like just a few hours ago. <laughs> I watched an interview with The Rock and he was talking about how his kid makes him sing it like every day and he started singing it and I was like, no. <laughs> it's cute. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> I want to go watch that movie again now. <laughs> oh, uh, hashtag GG cast if, if I got that stuck in your head. You can go ahead and let yeah. me know. It's fine. Send your complaints to LJ. <laughs> hey, I will answer your emails. I Not Lowry. I check my Geeks Under Grace email daily. LJ.Lowry at GeeksUnderGrace.com. There you go. There you send go. all complaints send to him. He's our producer. Send them to me. Yeah. It's his fault. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, oh, I don't man. have, I guess, the same nostalgia. Like I said earlier, like I, I feel like Sharkboy and Lava Girl was for... The generation kind of after me and like i had spy kids so if they redid a new spy kids i'd be like oh yeah i might watch that you know they're mm-hmm. adults or whatever you know but it looks like i mean it looks fun i know a lot of kids really connected with it and i read somewhere that it was one of the few series that showed equal strength with the boy and the girl character which i like because you don't want that's a good point yeah like you don't want to see girls even like as like a, a super girl i guess like she's a mm-hmm. lava girl you know but like a little superhero, but she's still kind of weak yeah. or she's bossy. But like, and so yeah. they didn't have that. I know I read that they like really did a good job of making them equals, which I like. Yeah. So hopefully they do that again with this, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they won't get Taylor Lautner back to do it though, but maybe because he was a kid. Uh, she's supposed to return the lava girl. Oh, so you, maybe he will. I don't really know that he's doing yeah. anything else right now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He did that weird show, uh, Cuckoo or Cuckoo or whatever, that British show. He did that for a while, but that... I, I think, think he had his ended. own like action movie or something, too. It was Taylor like Dooley was her name. Okay. Uh, Taylor Dooley. Yeah. She's making a return. He's supposed to be in it, but I don't know if it'll be him or if it'll just be like a... Somebody that looks like him, but older. A different actor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say Shark Boy. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess that's. Did their names cool. change? Are they still Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Was that. I haven't heard of like, <laughs> Probably wasn't Shark their Man real names. and Lava Woman. My dad is Shark Boy. Make <laughs> <laughs> you think of Mermaid Man, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. But yeah, so that's cool. going to be on Netflix whenever it's done. That's another Netflix pro- production. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. All right, well, we'll get into TV then. I'll go first because I need to like make an apology with uh, Cursed. <laughs> Do it. We, we talked about it last week and uh, <laughs> I, I ran and raved about it. It's still good. I still like it. I watched the whole thing, but it is so anti-Christian. And really? that was like hinted at the second episode, I think is when I watched. Might have been the first episode. I think I'd only watched the first episode at that point. Hmm. And... Uh, Man, the Red Paladins are a group of Christians. And this is the thing, too, is I think I was introduced to them at first, but I didn't think they were actually Christians. I figured it would just be they were Paladins and it would look very Christian religion mm-hmm. and, like, they would never actually use Christianity because uh, they could do that. It's a super fantastical world. 
they could have done whatever like fake religion they wanted and sure. then not been offensive in any way Uh-oh. and they were like no this is the catholic church <laughs> and they hate you and <laughs> i was like okay um they burn crosses into the back of their heads mm, and wow. uh that's the worst part is like the pope shows up and oh. i was like cool the pope is going to denounce what they're doing so that at least it's just this like group of christians sucks uh <laughs> and no it's the it's the whole church super happy with them for uh genocide yikes um uh, <laughs> it was is intense is that a, i'm really kind of hoping that that goes away is that a netflix that? show yeah is it what is that, it's it a netflix show oh, okay yeah it's about the lady of the lake um and king so, arthur's stuff oh, king yeah, arthur's yeah. lady of the lake and so it's kind of there. It's a retelling of that King Arthur story too, because King Arthur is a very much a part of this, even though she's not the Lady of the Lake yet. Okay. So is it like I a dark a... retelling of it? Like it's dark yeah. and scary. Okay. Well, it's not. It's not scary, um, but it's definitely dark. dark and that bugs me too. Is Netflix has had a lot lately with their live action. I mentioned this with Witcher. They're really weird about like not knowing their tone. Mm. And so this show. I was watching it and I was just thinking about like, it very much feels like um, Hunger Games and Divergent and kind of that sense of, even though it's not in the future, Mm -hmm. you've got this like teenage girl, she might not be teenage, she might be uh, a very young adult girl and she's going to save the day and she's creating a whole rebellion, uprising, and it feels very much like this teenager uh, story, and then mm. you have all these fantasy creatures that feel very fantastical and kiddish. You even have this king in the show that like throws tantrums, like a kid, okay. and it feels almost like a PG when he's around. No offense to the <laughs> actor, uh, it just I think that's what he was given to do. He does it really well, sure. Um, but like it's Kyle not Lauren? like, yeah, I guess it's not <laughs> no. like Joffrey in Game of Thrones, which was like a you're a brat and it's scary. This is like. You're a brat, and you're like a child, even though you're you're like a man child. It's really weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, he he like was real pouty, and so it's strange that they made that into a rated M for mature TV show with lots of like uh, gore, I guess, and like mm. you know real bad stuff happens. Hmm. Church is terrible again. Sure, um, literally like hanging people up on crosses and setting them on fire. Yikes! No, thank you. Yeah, and it's genocide, too. So it's all the fairy creatures. They're getting rid of the fae because the fae are demons, and mm. they need to cleanse the world of the demons. <sighs> so, yeah, I figured I should probably <laughs> bring that to the forefront of Get that uh, off your chest. the conversation because yeah. I literally got off the podcast talking about how great Skarsgård is. Also, still does amazing. Uh, Gustav Skarsgård, probably one of my favorite actors now. Um, so good. <laughs> and... Uh, then all the Christian genocidal stuff happened, and I was like, "Man, I didn't, I didn't mention that at all on the podcast." <laughs> uh, so if that bothers you, I understand. You may not want to watch it because of that. Um, it, it did feel a little uncomfortable, like giving money to mm. such an anti, anti-Christian is like what it is. Like, oh, mm. it was. There's not a single good Christian in the show, and that bothers me too. Oh man. Uh, I haven't seen that kind of like dig at Christianity on TV in a long time. Wow. Yeah. It's intense. Usually they have like that one good character. 
Mm-hmm. It'll be like, this cult's crazy, but I'm okay. I get it. Mm-hmm. And uh, no. As, as, you were t- as you were describing all that stuff, I just kept thinking of like that Kanye gif where he's just like, nah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that's really cool is it's definitely, it, it has to be one of the most diverse fantasy uh, medieval shows huh. out there. Um, there are um, people of every color, uh, which is really really cool. Um, that is cool. That is awesome. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking about it, like with like Last Kingdom and even mm-hmm. Vikings and stuff. Is like it's all white people, mm-hmm. um, and so they really went all in on the diversity, which is cool. I like uh, that. Yeah, and they use uh, they do a lot of cool things with the diversity too within the Fey world, the fantasy world. Um, that they're kind of like. They'll have different. I don't. I don't want to call them like tribes. I guess mm-hmm. of people. Clans. Clans. Yeah. Uh, but even then, like in the human race, is very diverse. It's not like okay. these people are this clan or something. Oh, that okay. would be terrible. Right. That would be just as bad. Yeah. Um, like the humans themselves are very diverse too, which is okay. cool. Uh, hmm. But yeah, anti-Christian. Didn't have to be. Yeah. Like you have flying fairy things. Christianity didn't need to exist in that world, and it would have made sense still. Yeah. Um. So, there's that. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? What have you been watching, Serena? So we are very big into DC comics here in my house. So we've been watching a lot of the DC shows. Um, cool. Right yeah. now, we're almost to the end of Star Girl, which has been okay. a lot of fun. I think it's also showing on the CW. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. an Arrowverse show, or an Arrowverse. Yeah, 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 that was CW. It's not yeah. one of those. Um, it is a DC original. Uh, it's its standalone own universe, but it's really good. They've got uh, Luke Wilson is in it, and he's pretty good. Amy Smart. Um, I just lost the other movie that she was in, but it does, she's a great actress, and Luke Wilson's a lot of fun. Um, so Stargirl is, uh, she's based on Jeff Johns, who's like, like one of the top at DC, it's based on his sister who died when they were young. Um, he based the whole character on her when he created her, and she's a lot of fun. She's got um, lots of cool, like, JSA sidekicks. JSA is the Justice Society of America from uh, the 50s, the Golden Age. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah it's oh, cool. like the J- Justice League before they were Justice League, and so it's got some older, cooler characters, some of the Golden Age villains that are kind of goofy and fun. Um, but it's really cool because it's taken all those characters that were more goofy and fun and made it a little more serious while also mm. having the fun teen drama stuff. And so it's it's fun. Peyton loves teen drama stuff, my husband, and I don't. So I get a little annoyed when they do some of the <laughs> like, oh, my boyfriend, you know, like I just I can't handle <laughs> teen drama stuff. It makes me so angry. But the problem with the arrow is it's just one big soap opera yes like i yes. can't i'm sorry i can't do arrow it's too <laughs> it's too dramatic it's too much drama just fight people <laughs> but that's, that's something this show does really well is um the cgi is a little goofy at some parts but overall it's really well done it's the production value is really good the costumes are really cool they've got a lot of easter eggs like hidden in the back and it's a lot of fun it's it's a good it I don't know that it's like wholesome per se, but it, it feels wholesome, you know, like it's got the good versus evil and, you know, believing the best in others, even when you know they're bad people, you know, and it's really cool. It's, it's been fun. 
Um, and then the other show that we're watching every week is Doom Patrol, which That's is also on the watching. DC. Yeah, it's on the DC app. Uh, I think it's also on HBO Max now. Um, yep, it is. Yeah. The next season's going to be on HBO Max exclusively. Yeah. Yeah, the next season's already been out on HBO Max, I think. Well, season two is, yeah. So season two's okay. going yeah, right now. Season three will be exclusive. Yeah, so oh, what's okay. happening, as far as we know, rumor-wise, nothing's been confirmed, but it's probably going to happen. Um, HBO is trying to acquire the DCU app and all mm-hmm. of its um, digital content minus the comics, mm-hmm. which is really yeah, the reason I love like it. it's all like Warner stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Warner owns it all. It's but all that weird. means, so like all their new shows that they're making, but also their backlog of TV shows, cartoons, mm-hmm. animated movies. Like they're trying to get all of that into one house, which mm-hmm. we will gladly pay HBO to see all the DC stuff, you know, so that's not a problem. Yeah. I just want them to do it and get it over with. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot yeah. of people read comics on DC Universe, though, so it'll exactly. be kind of weird. That's going to be the Cause... hard part: is people are going to either have to go subscribe back to Comicsology, which is it's a good app, but it's not. I don't. It doesn't seem to have all the same comics that the DCU app has. Maybe they just save the DCU app for comics only. Yeah, kind of like and, Marvel has Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that would work. That would be fine. Um, I think people. Mm-hmm. I don't know that people would pay eight dollars a month for just comics, which is what it is now. But like if mm-hmm. they did like, you know, maybe five bucks a month, that's worth it to mm-hmm. me, especially since they're actually trying to move away from printed comics, which I can get oh, into that later. Right. But it's trash. It's make it, it makes me sad to be such a DC fan. <laughs> they're trying to move everything to digital. And that takes mm-hmm. the fun out of every collector's, you know, I mean, their collection. You know, like people like I'm not even a big collect collector them. and I still prefer to buy graphic novels. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like I can't stand this this. Making it bigger and smaller, making it bigger and smaller. I want to look at the whole page, <laughs> read it, and then look at it again. You know, like, I, and maybe I'm one of the few, but I, I do also prefer paper comics. And we collect them. I mean, like, I've got mm. them all behind me on walls and frames. We've got, like, 800 long boxes full of comics. Like, it's like, that's our thing. And to lose mm. that, it kind of makes it feel like, well, why are we even, why are we even your fan if you're not going to, you know, love us back? Mm. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? But yeah, so going back to the TV show, so Doom Patrol is so good. It is a hard R. <laughs> it's a hard R. There's a lot of gore. There's there's a lot of language. There are some episodes with nudity, but there's not. It's not every episode. But cool. the overarching like the overarching sorry the overarching story is so well done. I mean, it's it's goofy. It breaks the fourth wall. It's got this. It doesn't take itself too seriously in the way that one of its one of its enemies is called the Flying Butts, and they're literally that. <laughs> they are just butts that have teeth, Sounds like a and Rick they and eat Morty things. Villain. Yeah, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And one of them, like one of the episodes, they're they're trying to get to this other dimension, and they find out that the port key is inside the throat of a donkey. So they have to like open the donkey's mouth to get to the other dimension. <laughs> it's so dumb like it's so stupid but it's so much fun and it's got some really deep intense emotional stuff that goes on in it um it's got some like far out stuff and it's got some stuff in it that's just so fantastical that it just keeps you hooked it's really good i mean like i i hate to say i recommend it just because like as a christian it is a it is a hard issue so like if some of that stuff bothers you that show is really gonna bother you but for me reading yeah. the comics i already kind of know what that's about you know like i kind of know what to expect in a way so but it's really good mm-hmm. it's fun 
Cool. And then you were watching Titans. So <laughs> I saw it on there. I want to make sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So I I liked season one of Titans. I thought it was really well done. Uh, the language is a bit much and kind of uncomfortable and out of place. It mm-hmm. feels. Mm-hmm. And Dick Grayson being this grumpy like old man basically is a little much but i really <laughs> i really liked what they were doing with it i liked raven I watched season one it was cool yeah like raven's like trying to figure out if she's evil or if she can control it or you know and she's terrified of herself and mm-hmm. starfires it's cool like watching her use her powers and how they work and beast boy is awesome the kid playing beast boy is perfect he is just perfectly cast and season two, we need more of him. Yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like he's he's really one of my favorite Titan because like he like so he holds the team together. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like the the glue that keeps them all together. It's it's really beautiful. But I feel like season two they had all this stuff they wanted to do. You know, and I don't want to spoil too much, but it. like Trigon was there and it was really cool, and it was just like. <laughs> He just <laughs> disappeared. Like he's Dang. gone, and he's yeah. one of the big bads of the DC yeah. universe. Like, and he just, I, I, it felt that's sad. It felt like a, a a big letdown. I feel like they had so much they wanted to do and didn't know where to go to do any of it. And so we focused on Dick Grayson and Wonder Girl, uh, yeah, Wonder Girl and mm-hmm. uh, Aqualad so much that. We didn't get any story with the new Titans. Like we didn't get, we got to yeah. see all this backstory, and it's like that's great. And I get. I think it, Raven really found herself in the second season. She did, and I thought that was I really cool. That character more. Yeah. I also, with uh, Bruce Wayne, as much as I liked uh, him, he's having a conversation. I can't remember what he says, but he really bothered me when he was on the he's on the couch talking to Dick, mm-hmm. and they're having this conversation about like how he could have been a better father. And he says something, and I, I oh, it bugs me so much, but it was so out of character for me that it completely took me out of him being Bruce Wayne. Mm. I was like, you're not Bruce. You're too, like, loving to be Bruce. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, there were a couple times. So so Batman is very complicated. So Batman yeah. finds these orphans and tries to make them strong, but also give them the life that, that he didn't have, but he's very misguided about it. You know, like mm-hmm. he turns them into little fighting machines because that's <laughs> because that's what got him through. Well, yeah. got through you life. know, quote unquote, yeah. got him through real life and helped him cope with his with the loss of his parents is teaching them how to be stronger so that never happens to anybody else. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I mean, he didn't really think... have the cuddly, huggy crap that parents are supposed to do. <laughs> it had to do with anger, I think. Okay. And I think like Dick says something about I don't have to be angry anymore, and. Bruce like comforts him and says, I can't remember what it was now. I think but, I know uh, what you're talking about, but I can't remember the line either. And he basically kind of like comforts him. And I'm like, no, Bruce, you you, wouldn't, you were like, no, anger is what gives me strength. Like, that's your whole thing. Yeah. It's like, like revenge. I am the knight. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he's like, I don't need to be this like, yeah, something about like that. Dick's basically like, I don't need to be angry anymore. Um, and I was kind of waiting for Bruce to be like, well, then you're going to be weak. Right. Yeah. That would make sense. <laughs> One of my favorite episodes was when, and I, I don't think this is quite a spoiler for people who haven't seen it, but there's an episode where Dick is having like this crisis of self and he keeps seeing Bruce everywhere. 
Like, mm-hmm. it's not really him, but it's like him talking to him. But he is so sassy and sarcastic yeah. and mean. And I was just like, that's, that's my favorite Batman is the sassy, mean. Like, that was you're really such good. a weak little wimp. Why are you even here? And it's like, yeah. that's, that's it. That's perfect. I cracked up so much. And, and the guy, um, I can't think of the actor's name. Ian, I think, is his first name, or Ian. McKellen? No, that's no. not McKellen. <laughs> no, I think it's Ian, Whoops. Ian Glenn, I think. Is it? But he was Jorah ah, that in sounds Game right. of Thrones. Yeah. And so you can tell he's really trying hard to keep that accent out, and it's it's <laughs> not quite working. But it got better. It that did, first it episode did. you see him in was not. <laughs> yeah. But he was just, he did so good. Like, I, I want a Batman movie with him being sassy Bruce or whatever. Like, I just, I loved yeah. it. Yeah. It made me crack up so bad. It is Ian Glenn. You were right. That's Ian Glenn, yeah. And he's a great yeah. actor. I mean, he did great in Game of Thrones. Um, or Lane for, Glenn. Is it Lane? No, it's Ian. I, yeah. No, it's Ian. It's I like I I A N. It's a capital yeah. I, and I was like, it's an L. Yeah. It's an L. I've never heard him actually <laughs> pronounce his first name, so I'm not sure if I'm even saying it right. E A I N. Yeah. Or I I A I N. Mm-hmm. Weird. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm hopeful that if I, I don't know if a season three's been announced or if it's in production or what it is, but I'm hopeful if they do a season three that they they get it together and figure out where they want the story to go and just do it and stop all this this five years ago. I don't care what happened to the old Titans. We're with the new yeah, Teen Titans now. Let's focus on them and just keep going. You know, like they introduced Superboy. Give us more Superboy. Yeah. That dude is perfectly cast. Like, talk about just Raven's perfect. Really good. Yeah, like the whole cast, except <laughs> the Dick Grayson Thwaites guy. as. Oh, really? You don't like him? I don't. He's got this, like, pouty <laughs> mouth thing that he does, and I just can't. He, he suited up for Robin, and I was like, I get it. I, like, I, can... I, I hadn't seen a cool Robin yet, though, in live action. So I've been. Yeah. The kid waiting. playing Jason <laughs> the other... Todd is really good. Yeah. Like he's a perfect little mm. just jerk, which is Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. He's perfect. He's a big fan of like his role too. He's mm-hmm. like really, really excited to be Robin. Yeah. I've seen him a little bit of his stuff off screen. For Halloween, he like dressed up as Robin. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. He's good at it. He too. really likes it. He wants to be uh Red Hood. Oh yeah. He'd be all for that. Yes. All for the Red Watch Hood. Him grow yeah. into that. That'd be good. Yeah. Cool. Alright. Well, LJ, what are you watching this week? Um, I watched, uh, so, so I've been watching the same other stuff, but this week, um, actually earlier today, I started watching Samurai Champloo again, which is a really good top tier anime. It's samurai themed, uh, obviously, like in feudal Japan, but it's got a hip hop vibe to it, uh, yeah. which is, which is totally my style. Um, yeah, it's good. It's, I hadn't seen it in years, but, uh, we, uh, we have a couple articles that, uh, uh, Danny from our anime department, uh, wrote, and so, uh, fans of that show should go check out his articles um yeah it's a it's a good anime there is language uh it is violent um but yeah it's mm-hmm. top top tier anime like right up there with like cowboy bebop and like like trigun and stuff like it's just like of, of that era like when all those anime were coming out so i highly yeah, recommend definitely. it and then oh. i was playing like ghosts of Tsushima, so i was like i want some more samurai stuff <laughs> right <laughs> yeah is samurai shampoo like a one of their like they have a set release or is it still going? I don't think I've heard oh, of it's, it. Oh, it's it's an old it's an older one, so all the episodes are out on everything. Like okay, it's an older anime. Yeah, awesome. Yep, they used to it came out on Adult Swim uh, um, initially, like whenever it got got popular. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
on that two yeah, was it Toonami? Was that their anime thing? I don't night? know. Well, uh, I don't know that it was Toonami because Toonami was in the afternoons at the time. I think too. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, they've gone yeah, to Adult Swim now, but yes, okay, they were yeah, Dragon Ball but, Z and that stuff in the middle right. of the day. <laughs> yeah. Now Toonami's like uh, on whenever nobody else is awake, so it's like I just never even want to bother with Toonami now. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Sh- Samurai Shampoo is good though. That's a really good anime. Cool. Well, I'm gonna try to run through these TV because we are. This is a long episode this week. Ooh, yeah, it is. That's all, all good. Right. It's cool. I'm sure the listeners love it. I'm a we talker. need one of these every now and then. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, some really cool stuff happening. I guess I'll start with the Hellstrom trailer. That is the Marvel horror thing happening on Hulu. That looked um, crazy. I don't know anything about the comics, but yeah, it looked really, really intense. Uh-huh. I didn't see a Marvel logo anywhere, which I thought was interesting. Because mm-hmm. uh, all the news is, like, obviously throwing that Marvel stamp it, on it. It might be yeah. part of their, like, adult line or whatever, kind of like Kingsman was. Like, there's probably some, like, branch that it came from that's not, like, explicitly Marvel. It's probably like, yeah. Yeah. adult stuff. I just I want everything connected. And so I was kind of hoping that Hulu <laughs> would become the Netflix situation where it would be, like, the darker, more rated M for mature stuff. Yep. And it would be See, loosely spoke. connected. To the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you never see connected. them. But um, I also want a Ghost Rider, and so that's not <laughs> happening. I don't think. Make me Ghost Rider. If you can do this, you can make Ghost Rider. Yeah, totally. You already had a Ghost Rider. I know. And it was terrible, and you had one. It wasn't the Ghost Rider we needed, though. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched Agents of Shield at all? Uh uh-uh, uh no. They did. Uh, Gabriel Lunez. I don't know if that's the actor's name or the Ghost Rider's character's name. It might uh, be the character. He is... So, Nicolas Cage is Ghost Rider. Not really, but... Um, right. <laughs> Johnny Blaze yeah. hands the mantle of Ghost Rider to this guy. And yeah. he has a super sweet car, but he's like the new Ghost Rider. Yeah. Okay. And, it's like uh, the, the newest rendition of Ghost Rider from the newer comics. Okay. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. really, really good in the show. He uses a portal to get to hell that looks just like Doctor Strange's portal, which was like a really interesting thing. Um, and so there were talks that that would make it to Hulu as a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, the actor was all up for it, and it just never happened. That's a bummer. Uh, yeah. I cool. think it would have been really cool. I uh, think so, too. I'm a Ghost Rider fan, so. Yeah. They did really good with him. Uh, LJ, you haven't watched Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. much. I watched a couple seasons and fell off. Hard. I would like get a catch up <laughs> thing and just watch that season with him in it. Um, I even I think it's even half a season, but I think you'd really enjoy uh, his rendition of. of I'll check it out. It's cool. Because um, I don't see Marvel going in full Ghost Rider movie. Nope. Although the dude that plays Daryl Dixon would be Norm a great Reeves? Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Norman Reedus would be an amazing. To play Ghost Rider, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I haven't really watched Walking Dead. I I guess most of my Norman Reedus is Boondock Saints. So I okay. mean I could oh, I could see yeah. that, but he's he's got like this That's young Norman Reedus. Yeah, he's got this goofiness <laughs> to him and I've seen a little bit of Walking Dead, but not a lot of like his serious parts. So I guess I can't really I, make a clear joke. I think he's he very serious in Walking Dead. Is he? I think he'd be good, especially since he likes motorcycles too, so he could have a sweet like Ghost Rider motorcycle. He's actually got a show called mm-hmm. Riding with Norman Reedus, and it's mm-hmm. just a motorcycle show going across the country, now across the world, uh, with a celebrity interviewing them while they ride motorcycles. That's kind of yep. cool, yeah. Yeah. 
He's super into it. And then in Walking Dead, he's always on his motorcycle. Okay. That's like his whole shtick now. That's a shtick, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And in Death Stranding, he's got motorcycles you could ride. <laughs> yeah. Give Norman Reedus a motorcycle, Marvel. Make it light up with flames. That you. I think he could do really good. With the right director. Yeah. Mm. Give, yeah. Ha- give it Alstrom, to Taika Waititi. Yeah, just give it everything, <laughs> everything to Watiti, everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just let him make everything. Yeah. Man, I don't know if he'd do well with Avengers. That might be a little much. There's a lot going on there. It'd be a lot of fun, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. It'd be fun. It'd be, fun. It'd be mm-hmm. wacky. Yeah. Um, so Hellstrom, is, it's very dark. It looks very creepy. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the New Mutants yes. trailer that we've that's seen. That's the, the vibe past. I got. Uh, which is also supposed to be debuting on Hulu, but that's come back and forth, so we don't know if that's actually going to happen or not. I'm excited for um, that. Yeah, that looks really interesting. Yeah. It's scary. So maybe they'll kind of be in that universe. Maybe they'll make like a horror universe. Uh, they also mentioned that Doctor Strange is going to have horror elements too. So yeah. um, like I said, Dip whether there's a connection or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know how scary Doctor Strange is going to be. I can't imagine them going too deep in the horror mm-hmm. aspects. Well, I mean, I think a few, there's, now, again, I, I don't read a lot of Marvel, but I, I I knew a guy once who was, like, obsessed with Doctor Strange, and he seemed mm-hmm. to indicate that they had a few storylines that did venture really into the more darker, you know, dark magic and, and yeah. evil, like, aliens and, like, dark, scary horror stuff. So, I mean, that, it's possible, especially when you've got yeah. a dude that can hop dimensions and planets yeah. with magic, you can go anywhere. I mean, you can do anything with that. Well, and then WandaVision's going to be, or Wanda yeah. Vision. Wanda's going to be in it. WandaVision. Uh, <laughs> the Scarlet Witch. And so, like, yeah. there's a lot of that going on. And uh, must have been the writer, or it was the original director, and he's walked off. I can't remember. I um, had a background in horror movies, and that was, like, all he did. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, I Ridley. I think, speaking of Ridley Scott, isn't he supposed to be doing uh, the new Doctor Strange movie? No, Sam Raimi. Oh, Sam Raimi. Okay, that's Spider-Man. who I was thinking of. Sam Raimi, that's right. I was yeah. thinking Spider-Man. Evil Dead. Whenever I was thinking Evil... I, I was thinking like Evil Dead because Sam Raimi did the Evil Dead movies. Mm. Okay. Yep. Army of Darkness and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. So, I don't know. We'll see if it's connected or not. I would just... Mm-hmm. Even if they mentioned a name or like showed a Doctor Strange portal, that gets me all yeah. excited with these kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> Still want Defenders and Avengers, but it's fine. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh We'll go to Netflix. Uh, Netflix is bringing Dragon Prince back, which is the best news in the entire universe. Um, (laughs) I guess not back. It's not like it went anywhere, but it wasn't renewed until now, and it's been over a year, Mm -hmm. so it was getting a little worrisome. Um, And it's not just been renewed for season four, but also five, six, and seven. And that show is amazing. If you have not watched it yet, do so. Uh, You can watch it with your kids. It's family-friendly. It's amazing. Um, It's made by the same people that did Avatar. Yes, Which makes and the better. character development is very um, similar mm-hmm. to Avatar in the sense that like mm-hmm. they're just really in-depth characters. The bad guys um, aren't necessarily bad people. They're mm-hmm. just doing bad things. <laughs> That's cool. Um, really, really like that about it. My mom hates watching animated stuff, and I make her do it all the time, and she really likes Dragon Prince. <laughs> uh, and uh, she said it feels kind of like a Game of Thrones for younger audiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not just because it's got dragons and stuff, but also because of the intertwinement of the characters in the story. Uh, and the fact that you don't cool. really know, like like I said, the bad guys are kind of not necessarily 
terrible people. Mm. Um, and so there's a lot of depth when you do that. They do that really, really well. Yeah. Also, there's cool. a boomerang reference in season three, and it's amazing. Uh, oh, yeah, Sokka, yeah, yeah. I never tell last yeah, from the voice oh. character. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. It made me so happy. Um, and then the last news I think I'm really excited for, and that is G4 uh, is making a return. G4 being the video game TV channel that did like mm-hmm. Attack of the Show um, with, what was this guy's name? Steve Perrier. What? Pereira. Kevin Pereira. Kevin Pereira. And then X-Play had Adam Susser and Morgan Webb. Yeah, I never watched um, X-Play, but I watched Attack of the Show. I just... I, for me personally, I thought most of these shows were so cheesy. Like, I watched them for the game stuff, for the content, but mm-hmm. I just never... Like, the production quality, like, just everything. Like, I get it. I guess it's supposed to be cheesy, but to me, it was just so cringy. Like, the yeah. whole, everything that was on this channel, like, I never took it seriously. I know there's some people that, like, absolutely, like, loved it and were into it. Like, Attack of the Show is probably the best out of, out of like, because it was more, like, news and current events and stuff. But, like, right. the, some of the other, like, scripted stuff was just so bad to me. Like, it's, I think it was way ahead of its time. It was underbudgeted yeah. because it wasn't, like, no one was into video games the way they are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, video games, uh, what is it? Uh, Grand Theft Auto V is one of the most well-doing pieces of media Mm -hmm. in the world. Yeah, absolutely. um, Ever. Twitch wasn't really a thing at the time. Actually, you know what's crazy is the first time I heard about... Twitch came from, what was it called, Justin TV was originally like where Twitch came from because it was some guy that was like, you know, they were having a camera follow him around and stuff like that and doing all this stuff with, with camera work. I actually heard about that because of Attack of the Show, I think. He was on... That's cool. Yeah, so it's just weird how, like, Twitch, you know, Twitch wasn't around. All this stuff, esports, wasn't really a big thing yet. Like, yeah. right now it could definitely flourish. Yeah, like, the show, whenever I'd go to the channel, there was nothing on. I wasn't going to, like, I watched Attack of the Show in, like, rerun form half the time. Yeah. And then it was, like, a bunch of anime, uh, and it yeah. would be the middle of a season, so I didn't really care about that. I think if they took kind of an ESPN look at video games, mm-hmm. and or more of, like, a journalistic look at everything... Um, it could be a lot better. So you would have, like, I don't know if you need to tag the show. You need uh, esports events. Anytime there's an esports event, uh, G G four needs to make sure that they're like the mm-hmm. place you go to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, which would be very difficult to do. But if they want to succeed, like they need to do that. Um, as far as cable, and that's we don't even know if it's cable or television. It could be yeah. a YouTube channel for all we know. I, I personally don't think cable would work because, like, look at our show notes. It's rarely. Nothing's cable. Yeah, we don't talk about cable I mean, at all. We don't watch that stuff anyway. But like, who else does? You know, like these days. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think like, maybe if it's some kind of YouTube network or something, like it's going to be a hard thing to get through because you have you know IGN and all that stuff, which IGN was the one yeah, that kind true. of announced it. Um, but you need so on esports happening, you need to be there and you need to have your own like commentators, uh, and then you need to have replays of like big Twitch streams that are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have kind of a like e news, like entertainment news. Which was Attack of the Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very like kind of dangerous with a lot of esports stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. they already have. You got a bunch of kids who were getting really famous really fast and don't know how to handle it. So putting yeah. like celebrity celebritizing them even more on yeah. a TV show could be very dangerous. But if you want to succeed, but you I could, think this like, could play do that. like Overwatch League has been televised. There's certain stuff like esports that have been televised that you could just televise on G4 when it comes back. Yeah. ESPN yeah. has scooped it up and like it's almost too bad that G4 didn't come 
like five years ago and would have just started mm-hmm. out with a bunch of money and then just started doing this kind of stuff, I think they would have done really well mm-hmm. instead of starting in like the late 2000s or like early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of this weird thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot that they could do now. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if it would be enough for anyone to actually tune Well, in. We'll have to see what it is that they plan on doing because I, I, I we don't know yet. Yeah. It was just and a teaser and be like, hey, when 2021's the date. Back. Yeah, trailer's cool. Mm-hmm. Super nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I could just see it kind of being like a journalistic YouTube channel or website yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have IGN and Geeks Under Grace, so you don't really need yeah. another one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't have a YouTube channel, though. We do, but it's not active a lot, so. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. I'm excited. I'm very curious what it is because G4 is definitely like this weird thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was, I really liked that. Um, when they got canceled, I had a lot of thoughts about why they didn't succeed and what they needed to do to succeed. Because mm-hmm. um, I think when they started to leave was right when I think they should have started. Mm-hmm. It was really sad to see it go. I was and like, no, video games are just not getting popular. Don't you see was. it? And I was so <laughs> frustrated. I was like, look around you. <laughs> yeah, and then they showed a lot of cheaters and cops reruns, and then they became like the Esquire channel or something. Yeah, it reminded me of huh? like Spike TV. Yes. Do better. <laughs> believe yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Cool, all right. Well, I'm not geeking out about anything else. Uh, LJ, are you geeking out about anything else this week? Uh, I just wanted to say real quick that I finished our Rick and Morty uh, campaign that I did with uh, a group of my friends, and that was my first DM experience, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun. They liked it. Uh, there was Sweet. A lot of cool zany stuff that happened. Um, yeah, yeah, I love that ending. It's my, so funny. Yes, it's it is. so stereotypical. My, uh, you, the DM. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it was good, though. Uh, I won't say too much about it in case anybody decides to play it. Yeah, because it's kind of mm-hmm. new. There's one thing with those campaigns, like, you really can't say anything. Yes, because, like, we're doing Curse of Strahd uh, with um, one of my other groups, and it's like, that is so detailed-filled, and it's like, anybody who's playing it, I could spoil stuff. So it's like, that's basically mm. like Castlevania D&D, though. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's why I don't talk about it weekly, though, because I don't want to spoil that for anybody. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Rick and Morty campaign's super good. Well, what mm-hmm. about you, Serena? Um... I guess most of the rest of the things I'm geeking out about are are books. Ooh. So, yeah, so I've, I've been trying to make it a point to read more. Or at least I do audiobooks during the day. So, I mean, I, I listen, mm. you know, read whatever. Um, but there's a, a new book coming out in November. And so I've read all three books twice this year. And I'm going on my third read through. I still need to read <laughs> Oathbringer. I need to. Well, I started Oathbringer because I know that's what yes. you're talking about. And I need yeah, to Stormlight Archives. Oh, they're so good. It's so like, good. They're just, they are such good books. And I, I think it's so yeah. funny to be part of this community now because um, on Reddit, there's a couple subreddits just for these books. And they yeah. call... So there's a the, you know Sanderson does a lot of world building and people building and then like the last you know section of his books they call it the Sanderlanch because it's just this avalanche of of climax and you know oh, yes. emotion and character growth and stuff happening and it all happens in like the last section everything of the you've books. waited 
through the whole book for just happens yes. every time. It's like a major payoff. And so like you go through all these chapters and you're like, oh my God, this is so draggy, but it's still really interesting and cool. And then you just like, boom, you hit this, you hit the Sander Lanch and it just takes off. And they're such good books. That's so, they're so well developed. The system of magic mm-hmm. is so unique. Um, yes. Yeah. It's just, it's not, it's nothing like anything I've ever read. You know, like there's people in the books that fly, but they don't just fly. They change gravity. They change the gravity for themselves, you know, and like edge dancers, they don't just go fast. They, they reduce frictions impact on their body. And it's like, it's like science and magic all together. And it's, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been, so you, yeah, you fit right in here because Shelly is the one that got me into reading uh, me and Joe into really? reading uh, those books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shelly so was good. the, what, she showed me back, uh, back when I went to Seattle in 2017, she showed me one of the books it was massive. Yeah. Was like, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. The I've, audio I've books are like 50 hours. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, and so, exciting. yeah, in anticipation of the fourth one coming out in November, I've already pre-ordered it on Audible. I've already pre-ordered Same. it on Amazon Kindle. <laughs> so, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have it to read and listen to. But yeah, so nice. I'm, I'm near the end of Oathbringer again now. So, what I might do is I haven't read Mistborn yet, and um, you know, like oh, Derek's yeah. really big into Mistborn, and then Peyton told me like him and um, him and our friend Henry are the reason I got into Stormlight. So. They've been explaining this for They all connect. They're all in the same Cosmere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm kind of excited. I'm not sure if I want to start that before November, but I've got like four months, so I might go ahead and just do it. But yeah, so that's that's what I've been reading. I, I if read I a lot start of listening so. again, I will be done by November. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And see, I have a job where I don't have to be on the phone very much. I don't have to talk mm-hmm. to a lot of people, so I can listen just all day. You know, so I, I get through them a little quicker than than I think most, but, but yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ, and you can find me streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. I will be finishing Portal this week. Cool. And Serena? Uh, I don't actually have a lot of social media, but I do have my Instagram is bondgirl1304. I post a lot of Bible stuff. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Cody Yummer. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.